Good evening, good evening, good evening. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Tuesday, May the 24th, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, preen, which means to make one's appearance neat and tidy. Preen. Well, the sun isn't shining here in North Carolina. Uh, past couple of days, especially last night, we've been dealing with rain. Temperature, temperatures have dropped off in comparison to the, uh, what was that, Friday and Saturday when we were in the uh, mid-90s, 95, even had a little heat index one day. And now we're dealing with bouts of rain. We got two rounds of it last night. Oh, man. Left some, uh, of course, uprooted some trees. Some homes were damaged. Damaged. And, hey, if you were riding down the street uh, this morning and last night, I I had to work. I got off and I was dodging uh, tree branches and and what have you in the roadway. I had to dodge them. A lot of roads were closed. Yeah, we got a pretty good round of thunderstorms last night. Uh, Still haven't. They're saying it was thunderstorms. Uh, Maybe it was. But those winds, those winds, man, uh, uh, we had a tornado warning. I don't believe one touched down anywhere around here. So those winds, uh, I don't know how they measure it as far as straight line winds, but those winds yesterday, boy, they were horrible. They were ferocious. They were, ooh, man. Like I said, I was dodging uh, trees coming home that were in the roadway. And like I said, uh, also Friday, Thursday, Friday and Saturday, the heat got up into the 90s and my air conditioner went out. (laughs) Man, uh, I always say I love the heat and I do. But that's usually in the confines of an enclosed space with air conditioners on. I can't do the heat like that. I can't be outside. Man, that heat. It's amazing how much uh, heat a house holds. You really don't know until your AC goes out. And I, Let's just say I was not a happy camper. I was one evil cuss. <laughs> I was. I was. I was. Man, but I luckily got it repaired. Uh, just thankful. Just thankful for that. Like I said, I I love the heat, but I don't do the heat like that. Let's just put it like that. Let's put it like that. All right, moving along here. Um, the Boston Celtics beat the Miami Heat last night, 102 to 82. They took control, finally came back and 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 did what they were supposed to do or what they should have been doing the whole series looks like. Because man, they put in uh they put in some work last night. They were looking pretty good. You know, pretty much that whole series, it has belonged to Miami. It, it just had. And, and last night, Boston came back and, and they put in some work. And of course, tonight it's going to be Golden State versus the Dallas Mavericks. Golden State leads that series 3-0. to zero. <laughs> Come on, Dallas. I thought Dallas would put up a little bit more fight, but they haven't. That supporting cast with uh, Luka, uh, you, you guys, it's like they, they're getting down on themselves and I'm thinking, why are you guys moving so slow and lethargic? You're here where you wanted to be all year, and you get here, and you just, what are you guys, overwhelmed? I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, yeah, I thought Dallas would put in, uh, you know, put up a little fight against Golden State, but so far they haven't been able to mount anything. Uh, I, I want to say that last game they were leading, and they just gave it all away. It's like they just stopped playing. They started walking around. So we'll see what happens. 
Golden State quite possibly could take this series tonight. And I think that Miami and, and Boston Celtics series, that's going to a game seven. Maybe Boston found their group. But uh, as for this Golden State and Warriors, unless the Mavericks pull something out of you-know-what and start putting in some work, the series is over tonight, guys. <laughs> it just is. It just is. Man, hey, have you guys heard the news? The circus is returning. Ringling Brothers is coming back. It was shut down since 2017. It's been gone for five years now. And uh, what they're saying is it'll be back in 2023, the fall of 2023. But there will be no animals, no animal acts. That's part. Of, well, that is the reason why they shut down. Uh, they were catching flack for flack from uh, animal rights activists who said they were it was cruel and inhumane what they were doing to these animals. So they're going to be coming back, and uh, they're, what they they say they're going to do is they're going to have acts from all around the world, humans. Uh, they're going to have new technology and uh, interactive elements to encourage crowd participation. Participation. Hmm. Uh, I guess I gather. Uh, like I said, they were they, they were forced to shut down. Uh, I thought they were going out of business, but apparently they weren't. They were forced to just call it quits because of these animal rights activists. I went to the uh, circus with my kids. Uh, one of my kids. Well, both. Well, my oldest and my twins. I haven't been with my uh, daughter, my youngest daughter yet. You know, that was a school thing. And um, I got to say, yeah, that, that was a yeah, that was a bit too much. You know, as a child, yeah, I, I was happy and static because I've been before as a child. But as an adult, I'm sitting there looking. And I ain't no animal rights activist or, or anything like that. But I'm sitting there looking and I'm thinking to myself, man, this is a bit too much. Uh, the elephants, how they were beating it. I won't call it beating beating them, but uh, tapping them or whatever you want to call it. I said, yeah, that's a bit too much. That is a bit inhumane. Take these animals out of cat, uh, take these animals out of their natural element and put them in human captivity and then you tap on them, beat them, slap them, push them to get them to, to get them to do some tricks for you. I can understand, certainly uh, now, as I, like I said, as I got older, I can understand why. That was a bit too much. That was a bit too and also, man, have you guys heard uh, the the Haitian gang leader? You know, the Haitian gang that was responsible for kidnapping those uh, missionaries from uh, Ohio back here. Uh, what was that? Uh, sometime last year or, or earlier this year, uh, he's been arrested. He's in U.S. custody and charged with uh, kidnapping. He's in U.S. custody. Uh, I, I believe they said he was in D.C if I'm not mistaken. He's been charged with conspiracy to commit hostage taking for kidnapping. And as you guys know, those uh, those missionaries, uh, they escaped in the dark of night. And looks like the Haitian gang leader, that's the leader of the, that Haitian gang, the Mawavo, Mawazo gang, looks like he in, he's in U.S. custody. And they're going to charge him. Hmm. I wonder if they're going to let him wear his... Uh, <laughs> His nice suit to court. <laughs> wow, he looks real snazzy when he was talking that trash about what he was going to do and, and whatever. You know, he had on that suit. Look, remind me of uh, Nino Brown. <laughs> but yeah, I'm wondering, man, uh, it's, it's, it's odd. I, I, I'm not sure. But usually when there's a kidnapping on foreign soil, the U.S. really doesn't... Uh, 
go after the kidnappers like that once they get those that have been kidnapped back. I wonder what's the reasoning behind this. Is this to send a message? Well, yeah, you're too close to the United States there, fellas. You're too close to be doing all that. You got people coming down there to help you out, and here you go kidnapping. Why, what in the world? So this is obviously just, uh, they're just sending a message. They're letting it be known no matter what. And that's what uh, one of the representatives for the uh, uh, the State Department, I believe, he said, he said, we're just sending, we're pretty much we're sending a message to let people know you will be held accountable. You will be held responsible. We will convict you. So this looks like what's coming. I'll keep you guys posted on that. And also, wow, and uh, the latest news of the uh, abortion debate, Looks like the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, has been de- denied. Uh, yeah, she's been denied Holy Communion due to her stance on abortion. You know, she's pro-choice. So the Catholic uh, Diocese and Archbishop out of San Francisco said, there's no way, no way, no how. You, you're not coming up in here having Holy Communion because that goes against the Catholic religion. They don't believe in abortion for any reason. So, and, and she's, they, they told her, no, you're not do, we're not doing Holy Communion with you. We're just not. Wow. That's, whew. Um, yeah, that abortion debate is, is, is heating back up, is wrapping back up, or wrapped back, has wrapped back up. And, you know, hey, like I always say, hey, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do, it's no business of mine. And it looks like the Catholic Church has spoken. They said, no way, we're not doing it. Wow. Uh, I mean, if you know anything about the Catholic religion, uh, they are um, they are pretty stern on that, along with some other things, you know, uh, abortion, uh, divorce. They don't believe in divorce. Uh, wow. Just wow. I uh, didn't see that coming. Just didn't. Just didn't. All right. We're going to go get it extremely early tonight. <laughs> I'm a bit tired. I've been at work all day and, you know, hey, I've been working hard, long hours. So we're going to go and get in a little early. Uh, this will probably be a short one. Uh, not too short, though. Not too short, though. Uh, looks like uh, the, the gentleman that attacked Dave Chappelle has finally released a statement about the incident that happened earlier this month. You know, the gentleman that uh, ran on stage, attacked or tackled Dave Chappelle and then the Dave Chappelle security rushed the stage, grabbed them off, pulled them behind a curtain and beat the brakes off of them and broke his arm. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. I really don't. But it, it, we, we, if you haven't seen that, those pictures of that guy's arm laying on that gurney, <laughs> boy, it won't even twist it like a pretzel. It was just hanging, literally. Now, uh, he came, like I said, he came out with a statement and he says he uh, identifies as bisexual and wanted uh, Dave Chappelle to know that he, what he says about the LGBTQ community is triggering and next time he should run his material by people that it could affect. Okay, let me say that one more time because I, even when I, I heard it, I thought, what the? <laughs> He says that next time Dave Chappelle should run his material by people that it could affect. Hmm. Okay. Well, we're moseying on down because he, he gave a full statement. He pretty much let you know how he felt. 
Now, um, he has, of course, pleaded not guilty to four misdemeanor charges of battery, possession of a weapon with intent to assault, and unauthorized access to the stage area during a performance and a commission of an, of an act that delays the event or interferes with the performer. Oh, that's a whole lot. <laughs> Uh, now here's uh, his thing. I'm gonna try. I'm not gonna laugh. I'm not gonna laugh. Now his response to the possession of a weapon with intent to assault charge was, uh, of course, he said it was a replica gun. You know, that was the replica gun with the knife that popped out. It wasn't an actual good gun. He said he had he had it on him for his protection. Because uh, he's somewhat of a rap celebrity. <laughs> oh, my Lord. But he didn't have it when he rushed the stage. So apparently, I guess he didn't have it on his person in his pocket. He may have had it in a bag. And of course, you know, when they did the search, that's when they found out that he had the knife. So he said that <laughs> he had that on him because he's somewhat of a rap celebrity. Uh, wow. Um, I guess he's a local rap celebrity somehow, some way. But it, it, and he said that what he wants people to know and understand is that Dave Chappelle and his material and, and other comedians' material it has triggers for him. He says he's a single dad with a five-year-old son, and J- Dave Chappelle joked about being homeless because he was homeless at one point in time, and he said that joke triggered him triggered him. He said there was a comedian before him, uh, Dave Chappelle, that joked about pedophilia. That triggered him because he was molested at 17. Mm, Okay. Now, (laughs) that's a lot of triggers there, uh, friend. And and I'm not uh, trying to downplay, degrade, or belittle you, but you have a lot of triggers. Um, I'm still trying to figure out, and this is the million dollar question for me, Uh, This is the elephant in the room. If you have all these triggers and you know what Dave Chappelle does, you know that's his bread and butter. Why were you at that show again? Did you pay? Did somebody pay? I I can't honestly sit here and say to you that if you have all those triggers and you know Dave Chappelle and you know you don't like him, you don't care for his material, I just can't believe that you actually bought a ticket. Did someone else buy that ticket for you? Because none of this makes any sense whatsoever. You bought a ticket to see a comedian that you know jokes about your lifestyle or or who you are being a member of the LGBTQ community. You went to the show. You bought a ticket and went to the show knowing that, you, 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 like you said, you were a single dad of a five-year-old son and you have been homeless at one point in time and Dave Chappelle joked about that. Then you knew there, maybe you didn't know there was another comedian that was going to be there that was the another trigger for you that joked about pedophilia after you had been molested at 17. You have those three triggers, and then you say that Dave Chappelle should run his material by someone <laughs> that he, he may offend to get their approval. Buddy, pal, uh, who the hell do you think you are? No grown human being walking the face of this earth should have to run anything by anyone that they may offend. Everyone on this earth uh, or everyone that, that has a, a half a brain knows what Dave Chappelle does. 
last two or three specials, that's just what he did. That's just what he does. He jokes around and, and makes light of the LGBTQ community. He just does. That's just what he does. You know, and, and for you to actually buy a ticket or have someone purchase that ticket for you, knowing full well who he is, it's not like it's his first time out. It isn't like he's, uh, this is Dave Chappelle's first stand up in a while and he's breaking or introducing new material. Material. Everyone knows full well what he does. So why did you go? You went to that concert, you went to that show, you went to that taping of that Netflix special to stir up drama, cause a commotion, and bring a fight for your plight. That's that's the only thing I could come up with. If you got all those triggers and, and, and you know full well what Dave Chappelle does and how he jokes, why did you go to that show? Doesn't make sense, does it? You went because you were there to stir something up. You were there to attack him. There to attack him. You ran up on the stage and you tackled him. I would think if you were having triggers or moments of trigger, like I always say, I just don't understand people sometimes and and they say they, they can't control their emotions, but you ran up on stage and you attacked a man and then you got, you know, you know the rest. You have anger issues. And the reason why I say you have anger issues and you do need help, you do need counseling because you need to learn how to control those, uh, that, that your emotions because you have a separate charge for assaulting your roommate by stabbing. Well, la-ti-da, look at here. You have anger issues, my friend. You just do. And like with... Um, there's an old saying that I, I, I heard growing up for people that can't control their emotions, that are always flying off the handle. And it was told to me, someone said, hey, a person likes like that, there are several things that could happen. One of, one of two or three, either someone puts them in the ground or they put someone else in the ground and they end up in jail the rest of their lives. There's no good outcome for those that are walking among us that cannot control their anger. You have an anger issue problem, my friend. Uh, Triggers or no triggers. I mean, you ran up on stage, you had in your possession, you may not had on your possession, in your pockets or whatever, but you had in your possession another knife. And you already had a charge for assaulting your roommate by stabbing. And, and I guess somehow, some way, you want uh, someone to show some empathy for you. If, if anyone out there that wants to show empathy for him, get him some help. He needs some help. He needs to learn how to control his anger. Because uh, you were quite lucky this time. They just broke your arm. But just like I said a few moments ago about what I was told at a very early age about those who can't control their anger, you're either uh, going in the ground or you put someone else in the ground or and you're in prison the rest of your life. So your life is gone. Either way, either of those three scenarios, that's it. Your life is over. You were quite lucky this time, my friend. I would have strongly advised against you doing that again for whatever cause of movement you're working with or behind because it could end, it could have ended badly for you. 
It just could. I'm sorry, it just could. Now he goes on to say that he told Dave Chappelle about his grandparents' parents fight for civil rights and for him to have the right to speak the way he chooses. And he said they would be upset if they heard. Maybe they would, but that fight for civil rights for black people to be able to speak and, and speak up and, and say what's on their mind, that was just it. To speak up and say what's on their mind. For so long, uh, black Americans, black males were told, uh, don't think like that. Don't say that. You can't be that person. You can't be this. You can't do that. You can't do this. You can't do that because you're a black male. So yeah, they would probably be upset. But I, I get, dare I say, after their fight for civil rights to have black people be able to say what they want to and, and say what they think, I think they will understand. They might dismiss him. Or they might even have done this. Something you should have did. I don't like that guy and what he does. I ain't going to support him by going to no damn show, paying for no ticket. Maybe you should. I, I, I know. <laughs> that's how old people roll, man. If they, this new generation where they're confrontational, if they don't agree with what you say or uh, or whatever, what have you, they're in your face, flying off the handle. The older generation, when they didn't get along with what you say or they didn't care for you or they flat out didn't get along with you, they distanced themselves from you. They stayed away. Whether you had a platform to what many would say, spew whatever you want to out, that won't their bag, that won't their fight, that won't their plight. They wouldn't even acknowledge you. Um, I'm just saying. You, you, your go-to is this civil rights. I really don't think you understand what civil rights really and truthfully was. Because that fight for civil rights was indeed. One of the things was for black people to have the right to say what the hell they think. Or thought. It just was. Just that simple. So yeah, they would be upset. But I don't think they would be running up on the stage trying to attack the man with a replica gun knife in the bag. <laughs> well, you got a lot of triggers. You got a lot of balls on you too because there's no way in the world. I, I, I wish someone would tell me to run something past them because I might, for, for those that I might offend, I, I really would. I just wish someone would. That, you know, they say there's consequences for your actions and consequences for your words. I give you that. I got that. Understand that. Yes, there is. But if I say it, I say it. If you don't like it, there's one, there's one of many things you can do. And I do this on a daily basis. If I don't like something someone said or, or, or I don't like a program on TV or, or whatever or what have you, even in my own personal life with my wife, or she says something to piss me off, you know what I do? go to the other room. If it's on TV, I turn the TV off. Turn the channel. If it's with my wife, I go in the other room. I have no right whatsoever under God's creation to tell another human being what they can and can't say. No matter how badly it offends me. And I've been offended a lot in these 48 years upon this earth. Let me just tell you that. So if you're of the mindset that every time you, you, you hear something you don't like or don't agree with, that person has to shut up and you, they got to acknowledge you. Oh, boo-hoo. Get a clue. The world doesn't revolve around you. And I ain't talking about you and the LGBTQ. I'm talking about you as a being. 
No one has to censor themselves because it offends you. Why did you go to that concert if you were so offended? Like I said, this wasn't Dave Chappelle's first rodeo. This wasn't his first time doing this this material. Everyone by now knows what he does. So you went to start something. You went to cause chaos and confusion. You got your damn arm broke. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) Oh, man. The audacity of people now. I, I don't understand. We as beings, we as humans, we as adults, what are we doing to each other? We're the first ones to stand up and holler about censorship. And then when we don't agree with someone, we want to censor them. Want to stifle them. Want them to be quiet. I don't want to hear that. I don't, I don't feel like hearing that. Okay, turn the TV on. Don't go to any of his concerts. Don't support anything he does. If his uh, stand-up trigger has that many triggers for you, or any comedy show looks like with anyone that's on the uh, bill with them has triggers for you, stay away. Why go? Why? Once again, to start something. Start some chaos, calamity, commotion. Start a fight. <laughs> didn't end well for you. Just did Yeah, I... I, I um, this, this new thing now with, with this uh, uh, censoring of people and even attacking them, uh, this this is totally, uh, it's unacceptable. It just is. You know, hey, like I've said before, there's been many a days I've been offended. There has been many a people that have offended me, but I never flew off into a rant or rage well, I might have cussed them out. <laughs> but I never flew off into a rage and attacked them. Not as an adult. You're a grown man with a child and you ran on the stage and tackled someone because they had triggers for you. Uh, <clears throat> I hope you're not passing this along to your child to physically fight someone because you're in disagreement with what they say or how they feel. Maybe Then again, maybe it is because look at a lot of these fools uh, out here now, these kids now, uh, that's their go-to. That's why they're so quick with these guns. That's why the gun violence is up. That's why there's so many gang members. So maybe this is what uh, how we as a society are raising our children. That if you're in disagreement with someone, become violent. Uh, let me know how that works out for you. I, I, I dare I say, and I rest assured when I say this, it's not going to end well for you. Because one, no one wants to deal with an angry person that can't, excuse me, an angry adult that can't control their emotions. You never know when they're going to fly off into a rant and a rave or fly off the handle. No one wants to deal with you. And two, no one really cares. No one cares what you like and don't like. I found that out the hard way. No one really cares. Everybody has their own problems their own troubles, their own woes. They don't care that you don't particularly care for a certain comedian and what he says. They just don't. Just don't. Uh, there's There are better ways to get your point across than that. And, and as far as your triggers go, your trigger goes, your triggers goes, I think you need to go get some help because it's obvious you have uh, anger issues. 
Like I said, he, he has another charge for stabbing his roommate. <laughs> Get some help. Get some help. Uh, I still say this sounds premeditated. I think those charges, they're, they're, they're misdemeanor charges, but this was premeditation all the way across the board. Just was. Just was. It sounds like premeditation. Just does. Uh, those charges need to be upgraded. And, and get him some help. He does need help. He does. He does. He can't control his emotions. Can't control his emotions. Just can't. Just can't. Um, well, that's all for me tonight. I'm going to get out of here. Like I said, I've been working hard. It's time to get me a little rest. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this evening. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, first, hit those like and subscribe buttons so you can get notified when I drop these podcasts. Yes. Second, and as always, this is Stephen Cornegay. Thank you for listening. This is Just a Thought. Amen.